You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Client List After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's The Client List After Show. They always do this intro. Is this the beginning of... Oh, yeah. This sounds like Florence Florence and the Machine. Doesn't that... That was different. That wasn't the I Am Woman. No, it's not. Is it Sarah McLaughlin? (laughs) I don't know. Let's get into the show, ladies. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just... I'm trying to... So, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another episode of The Client List. This is season two, episode four... My main trial is yet to come. I am your host, Dua Casey. Here with me tonight is my lovely co-host... Sarah Huggins. I'm yes. here. I, you know, I never knew if it was pronounced Huggins or yeah. Huggins. It's Huggins. Huggins. Like, hug, I'm going to hug you. Like Huggies, mm-hmm. like the diaper. Yeah, I don't love that, but yes. Oh, you've gotten that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, David is not here with us, unfortunately. We're very sad. It's we all- feel a little discombobulated without him. But. It's all right. We thought it was an April Fool's joke because it is April 1st. Yes. Well, we have a lot to cover tonight. What yeah, it was an exciting episode for sure. It was a good episode. What do you think the title should have been since we've kind of been doing that every week, kind of naming the titles? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Something maybe sploshing perhaps. Nice. We'll get into that later. Nice. I liked um, oh my goodness. I, uh, best friend. I always forget her name. What is her name? Lacey. Lacey. I almost called her Lizzie. I liked Lacey's, um, or Lacey's line. I thought that should have been the title of the show with, your family, you'll always be a burden. Yeah, I thought that that's would... true. That would have been a good title. <laughs> yeah. They always, we always have a better title. Yeah. We should, we should be hired to do that, I think. Just, and just do that. We can do freelance work. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be fun. So let's get right into the episode here. So it started with Mama, actually it started with the terrible scones, but it started with Mama and her shoulder. And Mama also ends up moving in with Riley. Riley. So that's, I mean, that's kind of Mama's storyline right now, that she has a she has an injured children. Now, what, what's going on with Mama's pride here? Well, I thought it was interesting that she thought she was ready to go back to work, but she wasn't, mm-hmm. clearly. Mm-hmm. She started making mistakes at work. and Burning people. Burning people. <laughs> Possibly <laughs> catastrophic mistakes. Slightly frowned upon. Um, slightly. So, but what I was confused by... Is so she realized that she couldn't do everything herself mm-hmm. and she decided to move in with Riley because she had offered. But is she still working? I mean, because she was still screwing up at work. Well, she, I think she's taking time off because okay. Lacey pulled her aside. She goes, You need to take time off. You need to know when to stop, which I understand where Riley's determination comes from because you can see that she gets a lot of it from her mother, but her mother is very, very prideful. You know, she doesn't want to be a burden. 
And she doesn't want people to know that her shoulder is hurt. So she'll go to work anyway, even though she keeps, you know, dropping pictures of liquid and right. and I was like was it lemonade margarita yeah. I don't know <laughs> boxed wine perhaps <laughs> maybe I'm sure I don't think there's a problem with her shoulder at all she's no. just drunk yeah maybe maybe so <laughs> poor thing well uh, and Riley doesn't need a lot more on her plate but it is nice that she's helping her mother out I yep. think that's very sweet yeah so we also saw that Riley is definitely pushing Ethan away. His name is Evan. That's <laughs> Ethan is not in the show. Ethan is not in the show. He sounds hot, but <laughs> he'll be on next season. Yeah, hopefully. Why do I always call? I was doing that when we were screening too. I'm like Ethan. You're like Evan. Evan. Yeah. I'm like that. His name is Evan. Why? Um, why is he? At, why do you think Riley is pushing Evan so far away? I think because she really wants to make it make it work with her husband. I really do. I think at the end of the day, she's married and she's going to stick to that, you know, and I, I don't know. That that would be my guess is just that she doesn't know what's going on. She's got way too much on her plate, I think, for a boyfriend just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and until she knows what's going to happen with Kyle, I think that she's just not ready for something else. Yeah. She does kind of create this herself, though, I think. Oh, for sure. I, she I mean, gets involved in other people's drama, and she doesn't have to. No, not at all. Like the way that she helped Nikki earlier. We'll get back. We'll get into that yeah. a little bit later in the show. But she didn't have to. No, that's like above and beyond for a boss, right? And we'll hear more about that and about new enemies that she made as well. Yes. Um, so this is what I think when it comes to to Evan. I think that Riley just kind of likes the drama and she likes what she can't have. Kyle right now is in prison. And she can't have him. And so he's become this kind of unattainable thing. And now she really wants to be with him now that he's not, you know, now that he's not there. Right. I feel like, I, I feel like that's what I get. You know, it's just, you get like, she's drawn to what she can't have. And now that Evan is, be, you know, being so supportive and he's like, I just want to, you know, I'm just going to take the kids to school. I just want to be a, a, you know, here for you. I want to be able to show my affection. She's like, Meh. And well, and there's always some kind of drama with him, always. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of exciting too. She clearly likes drama. Yeah, <laughs> let's face it, she does. Um, so Kyle, we found out. I'm a little confused about that because we found out. So he goes to trial. He mm-hmm. goes to which he wanted his kids present for. Thank goodness they were not there. Yeah. Oh, for the hearing. Yes. 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 Trial hearing. Yes. Yeah. It was a hearing. I guess I was being a little overdramatic myself <laughs> by calling it a trial. But he thought he was going to be totally fine and get out because mm-hmm. that was expected. But instead, they said that he was a danger to society and that he it has known connections with a drug cartel. Mm-hmm. In Mexico. In Mexico. Which he probably does because he bought pills he, from... He was buying, them. not selling them, I think is what he admitted to... Riley later. Right. Does that really make someone a danger to society, though? Well, I I mean, I'm not... I I have a feeling that this accomplice that we don't know, don't know who this accomplice is, don't know what is, like, throwing him under the bus for something, and now he's, you know, he's going to be the, the, the fall guy for right. this whole thing. And so we really don't know. Like, there are a lot of things that, they, that have been unaddressed in the storyline based on previous episodes. Right. So are they going to come back to that or are they just going to leave them hanging? Because there is a potential here for there to be, like, really great, like, um, really great, like, tie-ins later on. Yeah, absolutely. And so I like, I mean, when we get closer to the end, I think they're going to kind of just start explaining everything. 
Well, that's good. Because I, I, yeah, I really wanted him to get out of jail this week, too. I yeah. was kind of looking forward to that. And Me, too. It didn't happen. <laughs> Me, too. He's still there. I wonder, his care, I wonder if the act, if he just gets really upset that he's just doing, like, <laughs> these couple of scenes every week. Same. Yeah. They're <laughs> basically the same. Two, they're, like, in two different scenes, you know. Yeah. And, and he did, I mean, he did have a little more this week with the kids. Like, he really wants to see his kids mm-hmm. and... Other the two other people that really were bummed out that he wasn't getting out as well. It right. wasn't just you, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They um, were very sad. They were they were sad. Now that poses an interesting question. If now if he wanted his kids to go to the hearing, based on what happened at the hearing, I think that would have been ridiculous for to have his kids witness that. Right. Right. I mean, it's. I mean, I thought it was nice that Riley went there and supported him. Now, if you, if. You had a husband or a boyfriend that was in jail or prison, and you had children. Would you take them? Never. Never. Why not? Never. There's so many scary people in prison, first of all. <laughs> like, And just to be around that environment, yeah. I would never do it. I just think that, like, as a child, I wouldn't have wanted to be in a situation like that. Yeah, but what if you wanted to see your dad? I mean, it's not the safest place to do that like he should have probably thought about his kids before he started doing all that shady stuff you know so I don't really I don't think I would never take them yeah I don't know I would have to I would have to think about it I might I might not I'm not sure but I'd also have to think that it's not just me it's also you know the father of my children that might that might want to see him and I think that he has a he has a he has to have a say as well and so I would definitely give it some thought, but I don't know. I think it would be based on the circumstances. Well, right, what they're in jail for and things like that. I think so something like this. But I just feel like if you were a child, that would be very scary, I think, to see your dad mm-hmm. in prison and not be able to come out and play with you or, you know, be in, like, this weird isolated place. Yeah, it, it would. It would be, yeah. I, know, I agree A little with scary, that. and then, you know, you go to school and... You're, I don't know. I just, I, I think it'd be better. Kids, kids need like, I don't know, not to be in that environment. I, it's a no right. for me. All right. So it is a no for Sarah <laughs> if you are just joining us. No tell, jail tell, time. Tell us what your thoughts are. Would you, would you let your kids go visit your husband or wife in prison? <laughs> Rate, comment, give us five stars. Let us know what yeah. you think. So should we get into the sloshing now? No, we need to talk about we need to talk about Evan really fast and okay. the hot you, Asian chick. Do you mean Ethan? No, you picked out you picked Her out name is Evan. You his name is Evan. <laughs> Gosh, you picked out the hot girl in when the first literally before they even did that close up shot. You were like, "What is that hot girl doing in there?" And yeah, I was, I was like, "There would I said there would not be a hot Asian chick. There was uh-huh. like a smoking hot Asian chick just you know in a sea of men." Yep. In the police academy. Now, maybe, maybe, but I just instantly, it was one flash of the crowd, and I was like, who's that? <laughs> and that is Shelby, mm-hmm. and she wants Evan. Mm-hmm. Well, she understands Evan. She <laughs> she understands Evan because Evan, um, Evan spent so much time being judged for his family's mistakes, and she's kind of in the same boat. You know, so she's, they got in trouble together. It was immediate bonding. Then they, you know, had the competitive racing. And now all of a sudden she's, she's going to be Evan's new love interest. Oh, squeeze. P.S. 
I want to give you props now, but we'll talk about it later, about your prediction slightly coming true. Not totally, slightly coming true. Right. It's like two or three weeks I'm in a row I'm pretty good now. at the predictions, I yeah. have to say. Yeah, you, should um, start, you should start a psychic hotline. I should. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you think I should start a psychic hotline, call in. No. Um, if you want me to... <laughs> we have a call in. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> she, knew, she knew that somebody I was going to call. I already knew. I already knew. Um, April Fool's, right? Um... <laughs> I, I, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Evan that he has like a little bit of a, a side thing happening. Yeah. Because he's not getting any loving. Yeah. He looks nerdy as all get out in that stupid police cadet, like t-shirt and shorts. And he's like, he's just skinny. I think that's, you know, he's just like cute and sweet. But when we have, he used to be the man meat on the show, and now we've got, you well, know, just way too much. What do you mean? Used to, like, last episode, I thought he was sexy as hell on that bowl. Now he's <laughs> oh, no, like, he's now he's oh, not. Oh, that's true. He, you know, like, he has the ability, but I think, I don't know if it's the, the you know, either the writing or just the way they're taking his character to, like, a more, like, vulnerable place to, like, like start yeah. something else with somebody that they're kind of, like, taking him off of the, you know. Also, because there's man also, yeah, I radar. mean. Well, there's there's also <laughs> Cowboy Heath Ledger yes. on the show. So there can't be too many hot guys. They'll be, you know. And we did. Okay. So we, now we can talk about the splashing now. I'm going to go ahead. You talk about it. And then I'm going to see what the definition is. Okay. Talk well, about how it came up. Well, this is, it actually was the very beginning of the episode where one of, um, one of Riley's clients, played by Trevor Donovan from 90210, love him. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, he, <laughs> I, I would have gotten the name wrong. I was like, what was probably, his name? Ethan. Probably. <laughs> it was played by Ethan. Flashing. Um, so he, you know, a little bit of extra oil wasn't enough for him. So now we did splashing, and I thought that splashing was you get some plastic sheets, and you get like a whole bunch of oil, and it's almost like slip and slide sex. Um. Uh, but apparently it, it was baked goods was the was the item on the table. Is it just any kind of like well, Wikipedia calls it wet and messy fetishism. Is that how I would say that? Oh, so it's fetishism. Just, it, fetish fe, fetishism. <laughs> um, and I'm really shocked because I didn't think there was anything sexually I hadn't heard about. And then I was like, "What splashing?" I leave yeah. it to the client list to let us know. I, <laughs> um, it is where a person becomes aroused when substances are deliberately and generously applied to the naked skin, predominantly the face. Ooh. Interesting. And it says messy substances can include whipped cream, mud, shaving foam, custard, baked beans, ketchup. Oh, gee. <laughs> chocolate sauce, peanut butter, Japanese style lotion. Not sure what that is. Oh, paint, oil, slime, cake batter, etc. A subject will often be pelted with cream pies, slimed, <laughs> or sit on cakes. Wet substances are mainly water, but can also include other liquids such as fruit, juice, milk, or alcohol, usually beer. Um, oh, bodily fluids are not considered part of it. Okay. It gives a new meaning to the phrase, don't cry over spilled milk. My goodness. I um, I need to do some more research about this. I don't really... So I guess they just they get off mm-hmm. a well, I like smothered with that stuff. I like or? the fact that they're pushing the envelope because we were yeah. all talking a few weeks ago about like what else are they going to do? Right. You know, she came out in an Elvira outfit and he's like, let's push the envelope. Let's do this. So that she ended up, she had a Boston cream pie and I think with like a lemon meringue or something. Yeah. 
And they, they made it work. Yeah, I mean. They made it work. Derek is definitely fitting into the rub quite nicely, isn't he? Yes, he is very, very, very cute. I like him. Derek, or what? Uh, who me and Sarah like to refer to as Cowboy Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Um, He's also from 90210. So I wonder if they've got the same some casting. sort of connection. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to do some research on that. They, they might have like the same PR people, same casting yeah, people. Um, so she's, uh, Riley actually mentioned, she goes, um, you're already bringing women into the salon. And this was kind of like a, about 10 minutes into the episode when they had their employee meeting. Um, she mentioned that Derek was already bringing women into the salon. So how much time do you think has passed from the last episode to this episode? Because it seemed to be like a considerable amount of time because he's oh. already got like a ton of female clients coming in. See, I thought it was more like a week. Oh, uh, I, I think that they were maybe unclear. I mean, because mama's shoulder is still hurting. Right. So, I mean, that can't be that much. So it's got to be like less than two months, more than a week. Right. Well, because, yeah, because that wasn't Evan's first day at the police academy either. It didn't seem like it. It or was it? Maybe, Maybe it was because it was the first time that he had met Shelby. Um, Shelby, which is a weird name. Yeah, for a hot Asian. Yeah, <laughs> why? I'm trying, I'm trying to be PC here. I know, <laughs> and I like that I just stopped talking and you'll say it for me. I know. I know. Well, that, I mean, she's hot and she's definitely, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. We should probably steer clear of that. But whatever. Um, Okay, so back to Cowboy Heath Ledger. Um, how, how believable do you think that scene was where he jumped right in? So there's a woman lying on the table, and, and he hasn't yet done any happy endings, and he, he, he thinks that the salon at this point is totally legit. Right. And all of a sudden, the woman initiates it. The very lonely woman initiates the fact that, and he, and he puts... She puts his hand on her breast. Oh, say that three times fast. And and then all of a sudden he... See, I get a little weird. And I had the same problem watching another show where... I won't say the show, but where the women were constantly being aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it got to the point where oh, it's like, okay, like women aren't always like that. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, I get that like maybe this one woman was. But it was a little bit hard to believe that she was just like, so... My soft spot is actually down there. You know, yeah. she was like very. <laughs> it was. It was very. It was kind of creepy, to be right. honest. Like, <laughs> right. Like I like would I would I've I've never done that in a massage. I would never dream of doing that in a massage. Like that. If the just, guy was really hot, I think I would be like, ooh, he's really hot. But I would never be like, so how about going down there? Because then, <laughs> like for me, I would feel like I'd be like, well, let's just do this whole thing. You know, yeah. like because that. That would just be weird for me, I think, if I was just like, get me off and then see ya. Peace out, brother. <laughs> and he's, so, I mean, and he's got it. You got to tip him big. Right. She was like, I'll make it worth your while. And but he seemed like he really was into it, like real into it. Yeah. Well, I feel like I and I don't know if it's just because Showtime has a show on called Gigolos. Right. I'm obsessed with Gigolos, by the way. Love that Live show. Live for that. Yes. Um, I think that that's the first time that I heard about sloshing, actually, was from that really? show. Really? Yeah. God. Um, they did, like, glow-in-the-dark paint. Anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and then um, there was the other show, I think it was on HBO, about the, about the... Um, Cat House? No, it was the one, I want to say, like, Hugo. It was the one about the male prostitute, the gigolo. Oh. 
and, I don't and think this I saw girl, that. it was a it was a guy and then a woman that was like his pimp that would like and he would go oh. out. So I feel like like women paying men for favors and happy endings is getting more ex- socially acceptable. It is. It's something. It's like the new thing. Yeah. It's it's becoming okay, and so I like that they're touching they're touching yeah. base on, on on this topic. <laughs> But I still think, and I, still I, think I do like that he wasn't the aggressor. That he wasn't like, so um, for a little bit extra, I can do this. Like I like yeah. that. Yeah, that, I think that would be a little rapey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably that's true. But I mean, isn't that what the women do? Or no, it's. I mean, the guys are asking for that, or like, how does it initially come about? Um. I, you know, right. Yeah. You just kind of, you kind of know. So now there is there, there are now women's names on the client list. Right. So Riley got upset with him because he was running, he kept running over with, I believe it's Lisa. Mm-hmm. That is the happy ending 20, yeah. female. Which you can't, you can't let them. And the thing is, I feel like women get more emotionally attached. For sure. And I think that this is going to be <laughs> She's something. a stage five clinger for sure. <laughs> and she's going to be, I mean, it's going to get messier, I feel like. Yep. Because guys, I f- feel that they can just release um, yep. and emotionally detach. Mm-hmm. And women, no way. You give them an orgasm, they are yours yep. for life. Sorry, yep. buddy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, especially when she's the one that he initially asked for it. Right. That he initially asked well, for so it. Well, so Riley... Accused, well, she it was kind of a big deal because she accused Derek of having this little side business because mm-hmm. his clients started to get backed up. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I really love how the client list has become kind of like Fight Club where she <laughs> exactly went, like Fight Club, exactly based on the like rules. Fight Club. <laughs> I mean, she's like, I even I think I wrote it down. Yeah, she told him about it and. God, she was like, yeah, she was like, the first rule of the client list is there is no client list or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's like, you don't talk about it. You don't, don't you talk about it. Yeah, so he was. You better check on rule number one if you want to know what rule number two is. You go back to rule number one. Right. But so I wonder, you know, Riley said she was going to, well, we actually saw her talking to Lisa about the client list, like a Mm -hmm. brief. Yep. You know, little blip there. So I wonder, I don't know what I would do if I went. Well, I guess she's already asked for the favor. So she doesn't, she's not like going in there totally blind and hearing about the client list. Uh, yeah, but I do think that, that um, you know, because being a part of the client list now, you have to know about the fact that there are other clients. And it's almost like like if you rat this person out, you can't. Right. So you have, to, you have to know that you're part of something that's bigger than yourself. So then you know there are consequences if you go outside of that. Right. So, but she could have already been blabbing. I mean, she was getting him for what a couple weeks, or at least because I'm sure she wasn't going every day. That brings us back to the time thing. It is. I feel like the. I feel <laughs> like if she was going every day, like uh, five days a week. She's all. Uh, yeah, but still, you know what? You know what? Uh, Cowboy Heath Ledger's got to remain professional. You've got to not go over. Right. You know, you've got it. You can't do that. So. If it um, takes Lisa too long to get off, you just have to nip it in the bud. Yep. Work faster. There it is. <laughs> learning. Well, he's learning. He's learning. He's still new. So talking about people that are still new, Nikki had a pretty big storyline this week. I don't like her at all, by the way. Oh, you do you don't like her as a person? You think she's too... I just don't like the character. I don't... I don't get it. I, I don't like her. Okay. Um... If it's any consolation, do I don't. Well, I really feel like her character is a catalyst for Carlisle. 
Oh, yeah. I feel like that was the whole, because at, at first I was like, okay, Riley sees something in her that she saw in, you know, that... That's a good point. That she's, that, um, that Georgia saw in her, so I get it. But then she was just a little bit annoying and a little bit, you know, I, I didn't really like her as a character either, but now with the way her storyline is developing, it opens up the door for Carlisle, who I think is going to be the bigger character who I think is going to be the one who's going to be the main antagonist in her life very soon. I, I agree with that. And he's also a little bit sexy. So he's, maybe yep. he could be a little more than yeah. an antagonist. Um, but I'm a little confused because <laughs> the whole thing, now I'm like getting all hot and bothered talking about all what this. What do you mean a little more than an antagonist? Was like, that sexual? Was that yeah. like a sex scene between Riley and, and Carlisle? I wish she would go bad like that. I don't know if she will. But well, Why don't you be a little more than an antagonist? Yeah, right? <laughs> why don't you antagonize me? Um, <laughs> in the bedroom. So just girls okay. today, folks. Yeah. Just the girls. <laughs> just us. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so the whole thing. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> we have one man, sort of. Oh, oh Steven's in the booth. Steven's <laughs> in the booth. Steven's in the engineer. He kind Certainly of an interesting after show to be listening to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The client list is definitely a fun one to do. I've got to admit. Yeah, it is. It's really it's, fun. It's We're about, learning a lot. And, and it's like talking about sex. It's like sexual education. It is. I was educated today. Right. Um, okay, so I have a question because the whole Nikki mystery at the beginning, it looked like she was stealing from everybody. Mm-hmm. She was in Selena's locker. She was in Selena's room. She was in Riley's office. Mm-hmm. What was she doing in there? Was she think, looking for money? No, I think she was just snooping. I think that they they made it anticlimactic the way they do a lot of things. Why would it, she be snooping? That doesn't make any well, sense. The same, I think she was totally honest when she was like, I have sisters. We just go through our stuff. Like, haven't you ever had that friend? That, oh, yeah. Like, you love using people's stuff in the shower exactly. and like when I sleep over at people's houses. Sure. Sorry. You, it was. <laughs> No, I had a I had a friend of mine from Col- from Colorado come to visit me, and you know she was staying at my place, and like I, I walk in the door, she has like all my clothes on, and you know it's just, <laughs> those friends that just go through your closet and take your clothes, and it's okay because those are your friends, and sometimes it's annoying, but those people exist, right? Okay, so, I I see that. So if you grow up in a in a kind of a culture that's that's like that, I think that going into somebody else's stuff and being like, hey, next time you see me, be like, hey, you know what? I took your lotion. I'll get you some more, you know, like, but not that, I don't know why she thought that she had a relationship with uh, Selena. Selena that she didn't have to ask to use her stuff. Well, and why would she go in Riley's office and not Riley's room? Yeah. It's a little creepy. She's a little, I mean, maybe, and maybe there's something up her sleeve and she almost got evicted. So maybe she was looking for money. Right. That's true. And she was just going to replace it. I thought about that when she was like, well, I just take things and replace them and it's not a big (laughs) deal. And I was like, maybe she thought she could just put the money back. Yeah. You know, as soon as she possibly could. I don't know. Well, maybe if she is going through money, probably. I mean, she seems to be doing pretty good at the rub, though. Why would she have like, why couldn't she go to Riley and be like, I'm having money problems as opposed to snooping? Right? I don't know. She should have. I mean, she should have done that. But now she's back. But But if she was having money problems, when Riley and Selena confronted her about it, she shouldn't have been like, this is ridiculous. I quit. Well, right. That's why I got a little, I was like, why is she so defensive? And like, just say what you were doing. I don't. But maybe you're right. Maybe she was saying what she was doing, you know, just. But then if she needed money, why would she just quit? I mean, it was so, it was so. It was so abrupt. Right. Man, I couldn't think of that word. It was so abrupt the way that she went into that and then immediately goes to try and beg for her job back at this seedy strip club. 
Right. And what was it called? Wild Nights or something? Yeah. Wild. Wild Nights. Yeah. Yeah. They pay a visit to Wild Nights. Wild Nights. And. um, So your prediction last week when they did the previews, your prediction last week was that um, the reason that she didn't want anybody to call the cops and that she wasn't doing drugs is that it was an ex-boyfriend who was abusive and she was trying to protect him. And it wasn't an ex-boyfriend, but it was almost like a a pimp type character. Who they might sleep together. I mean, absolutely, they're sleeping together. Hold on, may I quote? <laughs> <laughs> she said that Carlisle was, um, she said that she begged for her job back with Carlisle and she was gonna get evicted, but now she's not. And she and Riley asked, and he her, paid her rent. Well, she she said, We worked it out and mm-hmm. work, we worked it out. That means that she slept with him for the money. That's what, exactly what that means. You don't work at the rub giving handies and then get a job at a strip club if you're not willing to have sex with the person that you need a job from again. That's true. To get, like, of course she did. And it is. Carlisle is, at first I thought he was really scary, and then I realized it was Jonathan Sheck, who I'm a big fan of. He used to be married to Christina Applegate. Was he also on 90210? No. (laughs) But he's a good actor, and he's never, he's usually a very sweet guy, and this was interesting to see him be kind of a bad guy. I bet it's fun to play those characters. Oh, I bet it is, too, yeah. To just kind of be, um, I will say that the cliche token line of the night does go to Nikki in talking about Carlisle. She said, you have no idea what he's capable of. No, you (laughs) don't. And that is your cliche token line of the night. Exactly. Um, So, Riley kind of butted into that situation too. She felt like she needed to go to Wild Nights. She <laughs> I, she went she went her and <laughs> Selena. Yeah. <laughs> together. You need to get you need I, like a name chart. We need I to do, get you one. Because I just want to call her Sandra. Oh, that's weird. And it's, it's like Ethan and Sandra. I'm like on a whole different show. Yeah, you are. You made up a soap opera of your very own over yeah. there. I'm gonna write it down. Uh, that'd be awesome. They went they went on Spin like off. they went on like Operation Break Nikki out of yeah. the strip club. <laughs> yeah. They did. They were like, Are you ready? Let's go. So it was Cowboy Heath Ledger. Right. Selena. Yes. And Riley right. in the big, huge SUV outside of the strip club. Forget that Riley has kids at home. Her mom is there. She's got <laughs> stuff to do. She does. Well, mom is there to watch the kids now. She even made reference to it earlier. Isn't that funny that, um, that Carlisle didn't recognize her? From the interlude before? I mean, he barely saw her. He he left, like, immediately. Like, okay, because I thought that Carla, uh, Riley got out of the car and, like, ran over and, like, pushed him. I think him. she did, but he ran off. Okay. Yeah. All right, because he saw her and immediately he was like, what's up? What's going on? Yeah, he's like, hey, girl, hey, get yeah. in here. She yeah. was ready to negotiate. This yeah. is like, you know, this is, this is like prostitution. Under, yeah. Uh, like... He, it's, it's almost like she was sold into sex slavery. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> well, and then she had the cops, her buddies, the cops, who were mm-hmm. like, she has a love-hate relationship with them, clearly. Oh, Mr. Burrito. Yeah, Mr. Burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Burrito um, was with her, and they got Nikki out. So I do think that you're right, because there's that scene was totally pointless. We obviously knew that Nikki was going to be coming back to the rub most likely so they got her back and now carlisle hates them all Uh so and and he made he made a point to say miss parks mariley park yeah miss parks he's like have have a good one she's like bye and so it's just like it was almost saying i know who you are yeah i know i I guarantee 
that knows Nikki, where she works. Well, I guarantee Nikki came back with a sob story being like, I had to quit the rub. That's where I was working. I was doing like, how much has Nikki told Carlisle and how is he going to use that against Riley? Right. So a little bit scary, but I like that it opens the door for some fun, interesting tele- television. Yeah, exactly. Television. Oh, and I forgot to say there's another new woman at the rub that last week we didn't know who she was. She had a couple lines and she has a name and I believe, oh gosh, now I wrote, I wrote it down and I can't find it was now. Was she the one that was handling the, the woman that was really, really upset that yes. Cowboy Heath Ledger Yes. Oh, her over? name is Pamela. Just so you know, she, we don't know anything about her, but they gave her a name this week. So excellent. Yeah. So, so maybe. maybe that means that her paycheck's a little bit more yeah. now. <laughs> right. Right. So Pamela is also there. So we shall see what lies in store for her soon. Hopefully. Excellent. Well, I've got to I've got to bring up Lacey because I love Lacey because I feel like I we've she was here the first episode as a guest and she has a special place in my heart now. She's yes. like, but she always plays the quintessential best best friend. Like every scene with Riley and her mother or Riley and the kids that were going through turmoil because they can't see their dad and they've like locked themselves away in this tent. Um, but she's always there and she's like there with like wine <laughs> and she's like, all right, let's. my kind of gal. Yeah, she's, I mean, her and her husband are trying to have a baby now, but she always seems to kind of, like, she seems to really be the super glue. Yeah. I wish they would give her a little more, to be honest. I think think she's going to get pregnant really soon. I hope so. Yeah. I mean. That'll add to more stuff that Riley has to do. Baby showers and, you know, the birth. Just when Riley needs her the most. Yeah. She goes into labor. I think she's going to have a miscarriage. You do? I just got thought it in my head. Maybe I'm getting a little bit of your psychic power. Because I was just thinking, right now, this show is so dramatic about everything all the time. Like, it goes above and beyond with the drama. Right. She can't just get pregnant and have a baby. That can't happen that easily. Like, it Twins. has to be, it has to be like, that's not that dramatic. It has to be like. It's a lot to handle. It has to be like, oh, she's in the hospital. She, she Twins, but she, one of them's not hers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it could be like American Horror Story. One is actually a ghost. <laughs> Or not of this world, I should say. That, oh, that's like a whole nother show. Yeah, well, it is. It's called American Horror Stories. Yeah. That's, that's the show with Ethan and, uh, and Sandra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you got Ethan. it. Yeah. Ethan and hey, Sandra. Somebody, somebody showed up today. How you doing, Steven? Yeah, hey, how's it going? Nice, nice. Nice, nice, nice. I think we, right. we've covered a lot now, huh? Yeah. We got it. Did we miss it? Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I'm really, I'm really sad about about Kyle not getting out of jail. I just want to say, I just want to mention that again because he seems. I just want to see a little bit more of him. I want to see him in not such a constricted environment. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what the international sign. Yeah, I want to see him in not a constricted environment. I want to be. I want to. I want him to have scenes with other people. <laughs> I have to say, I know this is incredibly wishful thinking but I do kind of miss some of the older ladies from the rub like the old season one ladies I know they're never coming back I need to yes Jolene I do I miss her she she was a very like motherly figure actually you know it's funny like Georgia isn't really there anymore she was very right she's always at Harold's bar Yeah. yeah Winding it up. Yeah, winding it up. I was very jealous about that scene. But yeah, I do kind of miss some of, like, I miss the, like, group camaraderie, like, that they used to have. Mm -hmm. And I hope that maybe they'll bring that back. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. And that's, that's, yeah, I, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought of that this, this week. I know they have to have more dramatic 
people and stuff like that. But, but I think that needs there needs to be kind of like a yin and yang. Like you can be yeah. dramatic, but you have to have something that grounds you because then it's just all over the place and it's right. just like splatter. Right. You know, and it's so they, it, it does need to have like some direction. Yeah. And the, the ending was very sweet this week. You even said it was like a bit full housey. It was really full housey. Last week too, they ended with a montage, like a, you know, just flashes of everybody doing their thing. Um, well, the, and the ending, the ending montage this time was interesting. It was Riley with her kids ignoring a phone call from Evan. Right. And then Evan with the hot Asian. Yeah, Shelby. Shelby. Shelby Mustang. Yeah, Shelby Mustang. <laughs> she is wild and she is stealing Riley's man. She's, See, I bet you, here's the thing. I bet you that Riley doesn't think that he's going to find anybody else, that he's so madly in love with her. And I do love her, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I think that she really is like so self-consumed. And well, what do you think it does for your ego when your job is to dress up in clothing and have men just go nuts over you? Right. Like, she probably, absolutely. So she's going to be really angry, I have a feeling, when he's like, oh, here's my new girlfriend, Shelby. And then all of a sudden, he's going to be the unattainable one, so her feelings right. will shift. Maybe he'll get hotter to me, too. Yeah. And, <laughs> it's all about me, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kyle's winning right now in yeah. my book. Yeah. He's the better one. Yeah, he is. Well, sure. um, should, should we, we should we go in? Should we? I think that unless there's anything else that you want to talk about, yeah, and we really have a lack of news and gossip. So there's no news and gossip. There's well, it's just refreshing to have a week when there's not a whole bunch of crap going on in people's lives. That's you know? true. Sometimes it's nice to just have a week with nothing. Yeah, going on, and then next week it'll be an explosion of stuff. Yeah. So I say we get right into predictions. Is it okay? okay. Oh, look at that. Steven's on it. Sarah, this is what I wait all week for. What are your predictions? What are your predictions? Well, in the previews, we didn't really see much. I wrote down. I mean, we just, I I don't even remember what we saw. It was just her and I feel like the kids and. Yeah, there was, she said something. She's like, you never, and no, it was, it was very, very vague. (laughs) It was very, very vague. Just what what I just said. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So let me think about this. I think I'm hoping that Kyle will get out of prison next week. I really think maybe that he will. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping. I think for sure Shelby and Evan are going to. 100% 100% agree. Make love. Oh. Not just kiss. Oh. Ew, I hate when people say make love. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, let me because I think that that's what they would do. It's like they, they seem like a very PG couple. Like yeah. if they turn into a couple, you know They put I mean? on the Barry White and yeah. sit down for yeah. a nice movie. Well, they're both exactly. in cop training. Like they're, right. they've got to do, be do everything by the book. Right. They're very structured. Yes. Yes. They, you know, have, they probably have, have a timeline for their date. Like they probably itinerary. read each other Miranda rights before. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's <laughs> kind of hot, Stephen. Yeah. That's a little Sometimes. bit. You have the right to remain sexy. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Want to bring out the handcuffs? Oh, my. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, what else? <sighs> what do you think is going to happen with... Um, oh, my goodness. What do you think is going to happen with Carlisle? I think next week he's going to show up at the rub. Mm-hmm. That's all I can really say. Yeah, my predict. I I think with Carlisle, and I'm so excited because he's so good looking and he's so bad. And I really don't think that this is going to be like a one time thing. I think he's going to mess with Riley. 
He's really going to take his time, and he really just wants think to think he's going to try to come in to the as a client, rock her world. I, I could totally see. Well, the thing is. Because we also know that Sandra already knows who Carlisle is. <laughs> so is that her name? No. <laughs> her name is Nikki. No. No, Sandra. No, Selena. Selena. <laughs> so we talked about the names. Oh, That's my God. <laughs> yes, it's Selena. I'm going to get so, confused. So if Selena you can't get right. already knew who Carlisle was. Remember? Apparently we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently we are finished. Sarah, where can we find you? Um, at Sarah on the go. Sarah with an H. <laughs> That's it. And I am Dua Casey. That's spelled D-U-A-K-A-I-S-S-I. Or you can catch me here on Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock buzzing about Bates Motel. Nice. Uh, it's a good show. Oh, I got a little static there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. We'll be laughing. Oh, my Until next week. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 